Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Buds and Blue Jays. I'm your host, Jesse Burl, and I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Riley McConnell. And Riley, the Blue Jays, they did it again, man. They just keep on rolling. They win yet another series against another really good team, taking two out of three and two more one-run wins at that against the Houston Astros. As things stand now, the Blue Jays are 15-8. and eight. We're a game and a half back of New York for first place in the AL East. Not a bad series so far. Oh, man. Killed it the first month of the year, dude. Did Absolutely. not drop one. We split one series and we took the dub in every other ones. Mm-hmm. Um, and against Houston, and I believe we don't play them again this year. Correct. So there's there's one team off our plate. We beat beat the Houston Astros this year. Mm-hmm. Regular season play, we we dusted them, man. And um, two close ball games at the end. Got a little. We got a hit around in that first game, but you know what? That'll happen. We yeah. called it last week, and you know what? Our pitching's really came through. Two starters doing really well and one having a rough go at things. I'm fine with it, man. Still scored seven runs. In baseball, it's all about trying to win series, and the Blue Jays have, again, done just that. And I don't know if this is going to matter, but if it comes down to playoff time with the Jays' uh, four wins over Houston, we now have the tiebreaker over anything that will happen against the Houston Astros. So probably won't mean anything, but if it comes down the line later in the year, it might. Uh, game one, the Blue Jays, like you mentioned there, we got hit around a little bit. We did score seven runs. Uh, the Astros ended up winning that game 11 to seven. Jays got home runs by Vladdy and Matt Chapman, who hit the fifth deck, by the way. Ooh, that was a shot. Four hits for Ram Altapia in that game. Kikuchi struggled, and we gave up earned run in the bullpen out of Trent Thornton, Trevor Richards, and David Phelps. Uh, game two, the Blue Jays won two to one. We had a double dong from George Springer there. A solid start from Jose <laughs> Barrios, who, uh, who, who battled but managed to go through uh, quite a lengthy outing there. And Charlie Montoyo got ejected there. And in game three that took place this afternoon, the Jays won three to two. Seven strong innings from Kevin Gosman, shut down relief from Tim Meza and Jordan Romano. And we had a clutch home run from Bo Bichette and a clutch single from Santiago Espinal. Yeah, the game today was was really important to win that game, dude. Uh-huh. Um, talk about... Great quality starting pitching job by Kevin Gosman yet again. I'm just going to start right into our three up, three three down yep. because I want to talk about this guy. And I'm not a guy who loves talk about pitchers. I never pitched, and I do fancy this craft of Kevin Gosman's. He is he's, he's something I don't think I've ever seen before in a Jays pitcher, where he not only goes seven innings and doesn't give up the long ball, doesn't give up mm-hmm. the walks. He's, stri- he's striking guys out at a ridiculous rate. Let's just talk for a second. Jesse, I want you to read this stat to, uh, to me because um, it, it's amazing, and, and people should know this. Yeah, so um, with Kevin Gosman today, he's completed through five starts in his Blue Jays career. Uh, he has not given up a walk, and he has not given up a home run through his first five starts. Only one other pitcher in Major League Baseball has done that since 1903. Riley, do you know who that is? I do. I wish I didn't see this tweet because I would have had a, one hell of a guess at it. Yeah. But it's the guy who is named after the award for the best pitcher, Cy Young. Like, yeah. that's that's got to tell you something right away, man. If Kevin is do, or Kevin Gosman is doing things that only the pitch or the award for the best pitcher in baseball is named after, and he's doing things like that, like that's amazing. Kevin uh, Gosman so far has been everything we thought he could be after we had a few question marks of him coming into this season. And 
I'm just in awe. I think without a doubt, Kevin Gosman is our ace on top of this pitching staff. Oh, for sure, man. Like my favorite stat of you want to talk about we're a month, we're a month into the season and mm-hmm. things are looking great. My favorite stat so far for any player, any Blue Jays teams, yes, our wins losses are impressive. You got Jordan Romano with the saves, Vladdy with um with the home runs. Mm-hmm. But my favorite stat right now is 41 strikeouts to zero walks. Yeah. I think like that's dude. Like, that's just, like, messed up good. And no long balls. He goes out there today, gives up two and runs, and does his job. Hand it over to a, our bullpen that has yeah. been as good as, good as, as any, Jesse. Right? Yeah. yeah, like, we're, you you and me are guys that it's six, seven, eight inning rolls around in a tight ball game, and we're starting to think, damn, what's this bullpen going to do? No, I got nothing really bad to say about these guys. We've We've locked in a lot of wins because of our bullpen, man. Jays are playing really well, honestly, and it's been good to see on all fronts. We will touch up later in the episode too, what we think about our bullpen and our starting rotation and everything for the month of April. But before we get there, I got to give a nice big thumbs up to George Springer, man, Riley, we talked about him at the end of last episode too, but this guy just keeps doing it. Two home run game in game two, which is all the offense the Blue Jays needed. He now has six home runs on the year. He's tied with Vlad for the team lead. His 146 WRC plus is the second best in his career. And he's had great years in Houston too. Mm-hmm. And he made a diving catch in right field today in the ninth yep. inning that absolutely yes, saved a game for the Toronto Blue Jays today. So George Springer has been everything we've needed him to be. And if not more, and he is almost single-handedly winning this team games right now. We knew this guy could. George Springer is, I don't even know about an X factor, but I've heard you say in our, in our pre, um, preseason episodes, you know, I've heard you say it a bunch of times, wrong side of 30, wrong side of yeah, 30. But yeah. you know what? Um, Father Time isn't even close to hitting this guy yet, especially, you know, I'm not even surprised with the bat. He's uh, the most powerful hitter uh, from the leadoff spot in, in the MLB mm-hmm. right now. Um, not even thinking about defense, but one out with a runner on second today in a one run game and makes a catch in right field, which is not even a position he plays a lot of right field. That's you won't, you will see George Springer play right field a couple more times this year. I will say, take a stab at it. Um, yeah. Game saving catch. And, um, you can't ask him to do anything more, man. I mean, I was right. all back the truck on. He hit his 200th home run last series. Um, yep. And I said he, I said he does it before the month month was out. You can check out that video. I don't know which one it is because <laughs> I've said a lot of crazy stuff on these videos. I can't I get them all mixed up. But he did, man. George Springer. Um, I bet you he finishes this uh, this year um, with, you know, he could have the the highest OPS on this ball team by the end of the year, dude. It would not surprise me, Jesse. And that's over Vladdy. That's over Bo. That's over anyone else, man. George Springer is that good, man. He really is. I mean, all he has to do is keep doing what he's been doing so far, mm-hmm. and he's right there. Yeah. Uh, yep. Moving on to the next person. We want to give a thumbs up here to our manager, Charlie Montoya. Yeah, we do. We talked in the last episode, last series, how, you know, we started to see his temper show up a little bit and he started to get some flair into it. Uh, in game two of this series, he got ejected again and we've never seen Montoya this heated. It was when Vlad Guerrero Jr. was at the plate and he was taking some maybe questionable calls and he got upset. Uh, Vlad was visibly frustrated. He threw his bat against the ground and Charlie Montoya came up and he physically saved Vladdy from getting ejected in that game because it seems like the umpire really wanted to kick Vlad out, but Montoya came in and took his place, which is good because that keeps Vlad one of our best hitters in the game. And Montoya being on the bench 
is much better and he's taking that bullet for the team, so to say. So I think that's a savvy move by our manager. And it's something you really like to see of how a manager can really affect this team. That, you know what, Montoyo uh, really impressed me with that move because you hit the nail right on the head there is you don't want to, it's a close ball game. You don't Mm want to lose your slugger in the game. Um, I was surprised. Um, I thought he had originally got thrown out Vladdy for um, equipment violation. Um, sure. The way he threw threw uh, threw down his equipment or whatever, because you know I'm still calling you and throw you out on that kind of stuff too. It really yeah. depends on the day and who you get. Um, and I think Charlie recognized that, and before it even escalated even quicker, you know, it's basically tap me and sub me out, get Montoya out there, um, and keep Vladdy into this ball game. And I think Shulman was even surprised because I, I don't think I, before he came out and played first base the next inning, wasn't really sure what the fate of uh, Guerrero was. Mm-hmm. Um, and good on Charlie Montoya for doing that because, and this isn't me. I think a lot of Jays fans have said in the past last year too, um, you know, that they don't always, you know, he doesn't fire, fire the guys up enough. You know, he's not, doesn't have his heart in it enough, but I think his heart's in the right place. I think he's a very reserved person. Mm-hmm. And I think what he did to protect his, his slugger, his all-star, his MVP is exactly what he needed to do. Good on Montoya for sure. Yeah, he's not what John Gibbons was getting into no, fights. It seemed like no. every game, but uh, he's he's been doing his part, and he shows he really shows that he's got his team's back. Which, as a player, that's really all you can ask for out of your manager. Um, I think that's going to bring us. He's to done a- it all. He's oh. done it. He's done it all for me, man. He's done it all for me so far. Montoya's doing good. Yeah. Uh, moving on to our three thumbs down. Well, now Riley, I find it was kind of difficult to find things that went bad for this team. Like, we're yeah. playing really well. We're playing all these good teams, but. Uh, who did you got for us there? I mean, I mean, you're right. It was it was a great series again for the Blue Jays, man. Mm-hmm. And it's, I hate to pick on guys, but um, I won't. I even more so than the eyeball test, the numbers just jump at me, and that was Yusei Kikuchi in Game One. Right. I mean, who's? I mean, you look at it. We've got dinged for 11 runs. Well, where can we trace? those runs back to well it started early in the ball game with kikuchi struggles he went to, he went two and two thirds he gave up four hits four runs and and gave up three walks too many walks for that amount of time he did strike out four batters yeah um still not good enough man still not good enough um and it comes down to pith selection i mean there's there's got to be uh, there's got to be a difference between his grips that he's thrown with those pitches because he's getting lit up on the fastball yeah, and I, I, it really doesn't. It, he doesn't need to be throwing that pitch, Jesse. And I think you're in agreement there, man. Well, it's not that the pitch itself is bad. Like he's still got 95 plus on the left side, but the location yeah. is terrible. Like he had the four walks too, and like not only was it walking by, when he threw it for a strike, it was right down the pipe. And major league <laughs> hitters are going to hit that, so there yeah. is an adjustment here still to be made. I still believe in Yusei Kikuchi. I still <laughs> think he's exactly what you want from your fifth starter, like a guy who's going to have his bumps in the roads, but does show flashes of this upside that he has. But <laughs> he's going to have to work on that command right now in order to be better. Because if you're allowing all these free passes, all it takes is one ball in the gap. And next thing you know, you're down three runs and then the bullpen has to come in and they get taxed. And next thing you know, the visiting team has 11 runs on the board. Let's be honest for a second, Jesse Houston's no slouch. They mm-hmm. hit Kikuchi. Well, I mean, you don't go and play a series against the Astros and expect to, you know, dominate them. Unless like, you're Kevin we, Gosman. Unless you're, unless you're <laughs> Kevin Gosman, but <laughs> Kikuchi will get there. I have no doubt in his upside, uh, Jesse. You've got me sold on him. He he doesn't he doesn't even necessarily look bad. 
he had a bad bad outing, man. And you know what? He'll bounce back the next time. Um, he gets a, a, a thumbs down just strictly by statistics. Um, again, I, I don't think we give him too many more thumbs down, man. I don't think he's going to give us a ton more complete games or anything like that. Right. But I expect some better things from him. And I, I bet you we'll be talking about him in the next start he has. that It'll be a lot better. I hope so. Uh, I do want to touch on Bo Bichette. We mentioned him as a thumbs down in our last episode here too. Now there were some positive signs from Bo Bichette in this Astro series in game three today. For example, he hit a uh, super clutch home run to give the Blue Jays a two run lead. It was actually the first hit of the game today in the sixth inning. And he did have a couple hard hit balls that just found gloves, but you can tell Bo Bichette is starting to get frustrated about his series and how he's been. Like you've seen signs of it on the bench and whatnot of, Bobachet's frustration. He's still swinging at too many pitches outside of the zone. He's still not drawing his walks. He did make another error in the game today too, which I think brings him to five on the season so far. And my my question is like, is there a chance that we could get his dad Dante Bichette back on this coaching staff and maybe like he can help Bo because he was here last year when Bo had his best year and I don't know, Bo's still a young kid, right? So maybe having his father around, a guy who's expected, could help Bo Bichette kind of get out of the slump. Just a thought. I don't know. It's a good thought, Jesse. Yeah. Baseball is is 162 games, and it's all it's it's a mental game, man. People don't understand. Um, yes, it's obviously a physical game, um, you know, but it's a mental game, man. Mindset is everything for pitchers, for hitters, man. Like Bobachet's got to have more confidence in himself, and he's got to know, um, you know, that he is a good hitter. And he can be selective up there. Obviously, right now, the game plan against Bobachet is this guy's going to swing at everything, man. Yeah. Like, and he's, and they throw him first pitch strikes and he'll take it or whatever. It's kind of opposite. I've watched him take pitches he probably should have swung at early in the count Mm -hmm. um, just to be sat down on, you know, pitches he's behind in the count and then strikes out uh, on a bad pitch. Um, It's just funny. Yeah. Bring Dante back. Anything that can happen. Like he's a superstar for us, man. He's a young kid. Um, the heirs, you know, they're gonna happen. He'll 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 either figure it out or he won't, Jesse. But I'm taking I'm the upside for both for me is the offense. Um, you know, the Aussie Smiths and the, those kind of shortstops are a thing of the plat, plat, uh, past. This is a hybrid game now where shortstops got to be able to hit. Bobashek can hit. Maybe cut down five is a little much for the uh, first month of the season. But right. yeah, if it takes bringing Dante Bichette back for Bo to kind of hone in and be a little more poised and have better at-bats, and yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're not taking Bo out of the lineup or anything. He's still no. going to get his chance to figure it out. So we got to make sure that that happens. Um, I do want to give just one quick thumbs down to MLB has mandated that we have to reduce our rosters back down to 26 players. So unfortunately, that means the Jays had to cut two players from this team. And they chose to send down Bowden Francis, who makes sense, who's going to get a good run in Buffalo. And they also sent down our fan favorite, Gosuke Cateau, sent him down to AAA and chose to keep Vinny Capra on the big league roster. So it sucks. I'd imagine Cateau will be back with the soon with, with the club very soon. But he was a fan favorite, and I think he will be missed on this team for the time being. Absolutely. And I, I, he'll, be, he'll be back up. Mm-hmm. He, he will be back up. He's the first guy that should be called up. A utility-type player like him, good personality. He had fun. He got his first major league hit last week. That's fine. You know what? He's going to go back down AAA. Um, feel like he's got the, you know, the the world in the palm of his hand, and he's going to do just fine, Jesse, down there. Jays are going to go, oh, crap. Uh, yeah, Gosuk is uh, – he's coming back up because he's hitting 416 for uh, Buffalo. 
All right, Riley. So we are now officially, like you said, one month into the season. So I thought now would be a good time. Let's look back at the month that was and see where this team kind of lies based on what our expectations were coming into the season. So we're going to go through five categories here. We're going to go through our starting pitching. We're going to go through our bullpen. We're going to go through our offense. We're going to go through our defense and we're going to go through our coaching staff. And I think we should just give them a quick little letter grade on how we think they've met expectations so far coming into the season. Yep. Ready to go? I'm ready to go, man. Right. Giving out report cards. <laughs> yeah. Let's start with the offense. How do you, how would you grade this offense so far one month into the season? I think one month into the year, um, I get it. By the way, getting an A in this is you're going to have to almost be perfect. Um, I'm just going to give this offense a straight B and I'll tell you why. Um, a select few hitters have been bringing that letter grade up and a select few have been giving it, bringing it down. Now, I'm not going to get too much into those players. Um, obviously, Chapman's average hasn't been, you know, what it could possibly be. His right. power numbers are up. Yep. Um, Bo's struggled a bit. Vladdy's kept it up a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not even going to get into Biz- Biggio with the, with the, <laughs> he's not counting on mine too much. Kirk's been all right. He really has. Um, his, his bat to ball skill almost brings that grade up a little bit. Um, I think you give it a B. We're a power hitting team. Um, what could improve that grade to an A? Uh, would really be better at bats and drawing more walks. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were getting no hit um, until Bo's, Bo's hit today. Right. It's hard. I, I, it's hard to to think because it, it will happen. But when this team doesn't get a hit halfway through the ball game, and you look at down our lineup and you think, on paper that shouldn't shouldn't happen too many times, Jesse. All right. Yeah. Um, uh- I'm going to give it just a C plus simply because our expectations coming into the season were extremely high. Um, Vladdy and Springer have done their parts. Like we said, we've got nice surprises out of like Zach Collins and Santiago Espinal, but the depth of this lineup is really what's lacking. The injuries to Teoscar Hernandez and Danny Jansen don't help, but Lourdes Gurriel, Bo Bichette, Alejandro Kirk, Matt Chapman haven't played up to the levels that we thought they could so far. And their offenses bounce back. Now it's crazy that the Jays have a 15 and eight record so far. And they still haven't done the thing that they are best at. They still haven't started mashing yet. So you got to think once that happens, this team's going to be even better. Um, they're 16th in runs scored, but they have the most home runs in baseball. And they've like they've been really good at bat- batting average and all the stuff. They're at least top 10 in most of the hitting categories. So I think just law of averages says this team is going to start hitting. And they're going to hit it soon. And when it does, man, look out. A lot more of those home runs are solo. And just think if we had guys taking their pitches and walking, um, those one run um, hits on the board could turn into three, but right. we'll see. We'll see, man. All right. How about starting pitching, Riley? How would you grade our starters? A freaking minus, dude. Honestly, nice. I am so impressed. I'll tell you what, straight off the bat, it's going to be coming up no surprise. And it's the, well, there's two guys. Uh, first is obviously, let's just say Kevin Gosman has been absolutely fantastic. Obviously, no doubt he is the ace right now for us, Jesse. Um, he's been spectacular. The other one, because Gosman's an A plus, and so is Alec Manoa. Mm-hmm. How could you not say this kid is an A plus, dude? Um, nasty pitch set, man. He's a big presence. He's a he's a he's a huge impact player for us, man. When Alec Manoa's on the mound, I like I bet you they're talking about him in the NL West, man. Talking about ah, this Alec Manoa guy, like, oh, guess he didn't just get lucky last year. Like, no, Alec Manoa's the real deal, man. You know what? Kikuchi brings it down a little bit. Stripling has been just fine for me. And Barrios has produced better numbers since the first start. Um, To to cut his ERA down substantially, 
Um, you know, Barrios probably is an A minus for me right now. Even he started the year off at an F and had a couple of B plus starts. I give this team honestly because Gosman and and uh, Manoa are A pluses. I think the, you average it out. We're an A minus team, maybe B plus. I'm a little bit biased towards the Jays, obviously. That's why we do this channel. <laughs> However, pitching has really been the reason we've been winning these games. It's not because of the runs we're scoring. It's the runs we're not allowing them to score. Right. Yeah. B plus for me, mostly on the backs of Gosman and Manoa. Um, our mm-hmm. starters have already accumulated 2.1 more as a group, which is the best in the American league. Yeah. And I think you could accumulate that. Gosman and Manoa have been amazing. Barrios and Ross Stripling have just kind of been middle of the pack, kind of what we expected. And Ryu and Kikuchi have been disappointing, but there's mm-hmm. still room for improvement. So B plus is where I'm throwing with that. Uh, Riley mm-hmm. onto the pen. What are your thoughts there? Um, you know what? I um, I well, it's kind of silly to give him the same letter grade. So I'll, you gave him a, I gave him an A minus. I'll give him a B plus here for the bullpen. Mm-hmm. Um, and it hasn't been bad. Let's talk about uh, the back end of it with with Romano and Stember. First of all. Uh, Romano, 11 saves. Simber, I don't know if he still has the most wins at this point where we're filming. Um, he did before the last series yep. ended. Um, so right off the bat, hats off to those two. Uh, we have other guys that have been working real well. But once you get past your normal setup and closer, you start to get into some what could be dicey territories. Obviously, Merriweather has had really good appearances, and he's had some not very good appearances. Um same with Yimmy Garcia. Um, mm-hmm. But I feel as a whole unit, because you can't you can't put it all on one guy. The bullpen is the bullpen. When you're not I keep my setup and my and my closer role kind of separate from the rest of the guys, you know. Yeah. Uh, I, that's just that's just me. Um, but as a group, B plus for sure. Yeah, the high leverage guys have been dynamite, and that's what you want. Like when they get a lead, they are holding on to the lead. Hence why these Jays have had all these one run uh, victories. Um, you mentioned those two guys. Tim Meza has been dynamite here too. Yes, uh, Jimmy yes. Garcia, David Phelps have had their moments. They've looked good. And it's the guys who have been bad have been like Trevor Richards, Julian Merriweather, and like the low leverage guys, the guys that have been up and down. So I think they've been good, and I think it's a huge jump up from last year. And like I said, a big reason we're winning these one run games. Riley, we got to get through these next two very quickly here. Um, we want to touch on the defense and we want to touch on the coaching staff. Let's kind of combine the both in one. So where would you rank them? Oh, I've given coaching staff a solid A right now. We saw it last night with um, – or sorry, we saw it earlier in the series with, with, Mont- with Montoyo yesterday. And um, in defense, I'm giving them, besides some electric catches, Bo Bichette really holds us down, C+. Yeah, I'm going to give a B to the coaching staff simply because it's just it's hard to grade a coaching staff because there's no statistic or anything that can tell you how they're doing. But the main job of the coaching staff, I guess, right? The main job of the coaching staff is, I think, to manage the personalities you have on the team, right? Mm -hmm. And from a lot of reports, it seems like people seem to really like it here and whatnot. So B for their, their defense, aside from Matt Chapman, they don't really have an elite defensive player. I do want to point out, though, that uh, Espinal has made his nice plays up the middle. And Alejandro Kirk, I was looking it up, is actually the third best framer now in all of baseball, which you would have said that coming into this season. Man, so the Jays are really putting points on their catching prospects to work on their defense first. So Alejandro Kirk has made a big step up there. So that's good to see. Uh, overall, though, great start for the Blue Jays. I think as a team, we'd probably give them, what, a B plus or an A minus? So far on the B plus, B, B plus was the letter grade I had in my head overall. Let's give him a B plus, Jesse. 
Yeah, and tell us what you think for you guys watching too, how you think this team has ranked so far this season. Um, with that being said, Riley, the Blue Jays will welcome in a division rival. The New York Yankees are coming into town for a three-game series, and the Yankees are rolling. They've won nine in a row, albeit they played the Orioles, the Tigers, and the Royals, where the Jays have played the Red Sox and Astros. But still, wins are wins. You can only play who's on your schedule. And it's going to be a tough battle. Um, we're going to battle this team all season long. Game one, it looks like it's going to be Jordan Montgomery against Ross Stripling. Game two will be Jamison Tyone against Alec Manoa. Game three will be Nestor Cortez against Yusei Kikuchi. And Riley, what are you looking forward to seeing in this three-game series? Well, we're going to need, a, a, we're going to need a, again, quality starts. Mm-hmm. Um, the Yankees are the New York Yankees, dude. Judge and Rizzo are, are having monster years down in the Bronx. Um, they're a scary team. Let's not kid ourselves, Jesse. Um, and Nestor Cortez, the third start on that series. Nestor Cortez has been real good for New York. And, um, us. Oh, I know, man. And, um, you know, we got to be good. I'm not going to say, um, you know, we haven't lost the series yet. I'm just I'm just gonna say it. Maybe this series is the one we do, we do lose. Um, on let's, I, this might be a series we go. Okay, Jansen and Teo are still hurt. Um, make us bounce back just a little bit, but nothing big. I mean, would not want to see us get scraped against the wall by this Yankees team. I still think they're close games, man. I think that I think we take one out of three though. Pitching, pitching, pitching. It's going to come down mm-hmm. to pitching. If we, we assume Manoa's going to do his thing, but if Ross Stripling sucks, if you say Kikuchi sucks, this team's going to be in trouble, and those Yankees are hot right now, man, so it's going to be tough. But these are the battles. These are the ones you're going to want to win. So it'd be nice if we can see the Jays put this guy there. Don't take the, ga- or don't take the foot off the gas pedal here. Mm-hmm. Um, Riley, anything else to add before we get out of here today? Yeah, um, in that first game, I think you have Montgomery as the starter versus yeah. Manoa. Is that uh, Manoa, oh, they're going to... Stripling. Stripling. Oh, yeah. well, that's good. We'll save Manoa's arm for game two. So maybe we will take two. I think that I think Montgomery's going to get I think Montgomery's going to get hit hard in that first game. I, I hope. So. And anyways, uh, he's, he's he's the type of pitcher in our division that I think we, we will be able to hit well better than Cortez. Uh, if, if there's a chance, we really got to come flying out of the gate. Stripling's got to have a good start for us and would love to see would love to see an early a uh, demo of of this Yankees team. Stop their hot streak right now. Yeah, well, that'll do it for our episode today. Please make sure you like and subscribe to the video as we'll be doing this all season long. One month in, Riley, five months to go. Let's get it done here. Thanks for watching.